It's me, Birdie. I'm the conductor of the story train. I wear a green baseball cap with a little white birdie on the front and my favorite overalls. Find a comfy seat. We're about to leave the station. And you know what that means. We're going someplace new. There goes the sound of two whistles. We're on the move, headed for the rainbow tunnel that will take us far, far away. I wonder where the story train will lead us this time. Here comes the end of the tunnel. We've arrived at our destination and we're rolling on the tracks past a farmhouse in a big field. There are horses here and fields of golden wheat almost ready for harvest. And sitting on the tire swing, hanging from a tree in the front yard of the farmhouse, is a boy named George. George is reading a book as the sun goes down on a warm summer day. This story is called Dragons Don't Sleep. George knew it was time for bed, but he thought maybe if he stayed in the tire swing that hung from the tree, his mom would forget to tell him it was time to go to sleep. George was very busy with his book, and going to bed was the last thing he wanted to do. For you see, George loved dragons, and the book he held in his hands was all about dragons. The book was filled with adventures and ideas, but mostly it was filled with pictures. I'm a dragon, George whispered into the cool night air rolling into the yard. He looked out over the field of gold wheat waving in the soft breeze and imagined himself flying. Unfortunately for George, his mom never forgot about bedtime. He heard her soft footsteps approaching, but it didn't matter. He was flying over the field of gold. Hey, little partner, said George's mom. Time to hit the hay. I would if I could, said George, but dragons don't sleep, and I'm a dragon. Really now, said George's mom. I didn't know that. When did you become a dragon? Oh, I've always been a dragon, said George. And dragons don't sleep, George's mom asked. Nope, said George. They fly and have adventures. There's no time for sleep when you're a dragon. I see, said George's mom. Well, since you're a dragon and dragons don't sleep, how about I tell you a story about a dragon. Really? said George, excited that he wasn't going to bed. Let me just get all settled in here, said George's mom, who sat down and rested her back against the big tree. If it's okay with you, I'm going to keep flying while you tell the story, said George. He imagined he was circling high overhead above the big tree. Fine by me, said George's mom. Are you ready to hear the story? I'm ready, said George. Once upon a time, in a magical kingdom far, far away, there lived a small dragon, George's mom began. This little dragon wasn't much older than you, and it loved nothing more than to fly. 
The little dragon's mother flew right next to the little dragon, just to make sure everything was safe. I don't fly with my mom, said George. I fly solo. Well, this little dragon flew all day until the sun began to set. Its mother said it was time to go home and get ready for bed, but the little dragon refused. It flapped its papery little wings faster and faster, pulling away from its mother and off toward the big mountains. George thought this sounded exciting, but he started to worry about the little dragon. I hope the little dragon is okay, said George. The little dragon flew and flew up over the mountains and down into a green valley with a blue lake shaped like an egg. It flew all around the lake and passed down a valley filled with shadows. Night was coming, but still the little dragon flew on. The little dragon is getting awfully far from home, said George. What happened next? Well, this little dragon flew so far, they flew right to the edge of the kingdom, to the very edge of the world. The edge of the world, asked George, but the world is round. Not in this kingdom. In this kingdom, the world has an edge where it falls away into the stars. Did the little dragon keep going? asked George. And then George yawned as he sat in the tire swing that hung from the big tree. The little dragon did keep flying all the way out to the over the edge of the world. And then, to the little dragon's great surprise, they began to feel tired. The little dragon yawned. George yawned, too. Then what? asked George, as his eyes drooped a little closer to closing. The little dragon had finally flown so long and so far, it ran plumb out of energy. Its eyes began to droop, it yawned, and then, as if by magic, the little dragon fell asleep. George yawned again. Then what happened? George's mom stood up and brushed the loose grass off her pants. She walked over to the tire swing and picked up George, cradling him in her arms. And then she began to walk toward the farmhouse as the sun went down. The little dragon glided through the air on its papery wings, said George's mom, dreaming of flying as it flew and flew. And then the little dragon's mother flew under the little dragon, gently catching the little dragon on her wide back, and Mother Dragon carried little dragon home. George did not hear the last little bit of the story, because George had fallen fast asleep in his mother's arms. He was dreaming of flying as she carried him up the porch steps, through the door, up the stairs, and into bed. Good night, little dragon, said George's mom. The story train is rolling on, past the farmhouse and the field of golden wheat, back to the train station. Make sure you're all tucked into your train seat.
And if you want to hear more fun stories, search for Go Kid Go wherever you get your podcasts. You'll find them. Come back again. The story train is always on its way to somewhere far, far away. Bye for now. Go Kid Go!